This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hello, I'm Sumiko Tan, executive editor of The Straits Times. Welcome to the Lunch with Sumiko podcast series, where I get up close with newsmakers over lunch and a selfie. So kick back, relax, and eavesdrop on my conversations with them. Dr. Tan Siling has had a colorful career. He started as a general practitioner and founded a chain of neighborhood clinics, which he later sold. When he was in his late thirties, he made a career switch. He got his MBA and entered corporate life, becoming chief executive of hospital chain Parkway Holdings. In 2020, when he was 55, he started afresh. This time in politics, he contested the general election and has since become manpower minister. We're having a delicious, if calorie-heavy, nasi padang lunch at Rendezvous Restaurant at the Central. He tells me about the steep learning curve moving from the private to public sector. What has been your biggest challenge in in going to politics? It's really the public glare. Whatever you you do, whatever you say, has to be very, very measured because you are doing it and you're representing not just your constituency, your division, but you know also your country. So I think that sense of、uh, responsibility is is actually very heavy. In the past, when you're a private citizen, even though you're a corporate guy or or you're a doctor, I, I guess that level of expectation is a lot、uh, less, comparatively speaking. Can we talk a bit about Parliament and how you prepare for Parliament? I credit my colleagues because when we run through the different scenarios, potential questions, and so on, you can never adequately prepare for every single question that may be. Put up to you, right? We had a marathon debate. I think it went on for more than 12 hours. So I think this、uh, rites of passage has been good. I've learned a lot, and I think it's mostly positive. And each time I go through this, I feel that I, I actually get 10 steps closer to my my colleagues, and it builds that、uh, that camaraderie. What I'm trying to say is that you know, in a in a debate like this, you know that you're not alone. So I think that's actually very very rewarding. What do you say to the PSP's、uh, concerns about, you know, Singaporean workers being afraid of foreign workers, and that, you know, maybe the government is not doing enough for Singaporean workers? I don't necessarily agree with their approach, but、um, I must also say that、um, I am not、uh, dismissive because I do acknowledge that there are groups of Singaporeans who feel they are in danger. Or they've been displaced, and they have this apprehension, and also the angst and worry about what's going to happen next. Particularly those in their forties and their fifties. Many of us are blessed, but there will always be that category of people who have worked hard, worked smart all their lives, but either because of bad timing,、uh, luck, or just curveballs or externalities that have happened, and because of that they get displaced or or or, or they become disadvantaged. And I, I feel for them, and maybe partly because of the fact that the person who's closest to me, my mum, she worked very hard all her life. She was afflicted by a very serious illness all her life, and so it's it's through no fault of hers. It's it, it, this is just the luck of the draw, right? So we should be seeing how we can improve the lot to take care of this group, rather than break that entire seventy-five percent. You know, and and I think we're going to be worse off that way, and that's. My fundamental point of, of of disagreement with the PSP's stance. But how are you going about、uh, persuading people? I think a lot of it is is listening, engaging, dialogues, 
The other thing, of course, is also to continually try to understand the, the voices of the people who are in danger of getting displaced. And our policies should also try to see how we can be more pointed, more precise in terms of the outreach to this group of people as well. And of course, the last thing is that the frameworks for refining and tweaking the talent, that when they come in, they must really be able to join in our effort to carry our whole citizen along. Because at the end of the day, the most precious resource is human capital. Do you have any regrets about joining politics? Once I set my mind to it, I don't look back. So in that sense, I'm a perpetual optimist. I guess uh, that should be the spirit of, of every Singaporean. Right? Come what may, let's just you know, move ahead and just do your best. I think as long as you, 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 you give your best and your conscience is clear, and what I want every night is a good night's sleep. Clear conscience. Well, thanks very much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed the lunch. Well, that's a wrap for this episode of Lunch with Sumiko, a podcast series by The Straits Times. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. Check out my previous interviews with newsmakers and don't forget to subscribe to Lunch with Sumiko on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. That was an SBH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.